Hello, everybody, and welcome to Conversations with Matt Delacri. Today, I want to talk about technology and one of the effects it has on our culture. Specifically, I want to talk about how it affects communication between generations. Overall, technology is a very good thing. We're communicating today in a way that would not be possible without technology. I'm able to see clearly because of the contacts in my eyes. You know, there's there's a million positive things that technology has given us. There are, however, however, some side effects, some unintended consequences that are not positive. Now, I'm not one of those people who thinks we should abandon technology and roll things back to a previous century. I mean, can you imagine a life without painkillers? How would you like to have surgery while completely awake? No, thank you. I'll pass on that. But there are some hurdles to get over if we're going to continue to move forward effectively. And I want to talk about one of those today. Technology has caused not a breakdown in the generational structure, but it has hurt the communication. For most of history, people have pretty much done what their parents did. If your parents were farmers, you would be a farmer. If your parents ran a shop, you would run a shop. If your parents were the king and queen, then if you were a boy, you would be the king or be killed off by one of your brothers. Or if you were a girl, you'd be married off to strengthen the kingdom's alliance with Poland, which really is still following in your parents' footsteps. The thing is, following in your parents' footsteps, uh, at least having the same profession as them, made it really easy to tell the next generation how to live life. You know exactly what it's like to live life as a farmer because you've done it. That makes it really easy for a father to tell a son how to be a farmer because not only does he have a lifetime of experience, he has multiple lifetimes of experience. More than likely, not only was his father a farmer, so was his father's father and his father's father's father and so on and so forth. There was probably a whole line of farmers who had long generational knowledge and experience that is being passed on to the next generation. And there's great value in that. And it made it really easy to tell the next generation how to live life. But what happens when the farmer's boy can become a king? How can the father tell his son how to navigate international politics and all the personal alliances that seem to be part of ruling a nation? What does a farmer know about that? And reversing it, king's sons don't generally aspire to be farmers, but if they were to become one, what ability would they have to do so? They know nothing about it and have been in no way prepared for it. In my own life, my dad's father held a bunch of different jobs, including owning a gas station. My dad was an engineer who became a VP of a video conferencing company and now does part-time consulting in his retirement. I went into religion. And if I have a son, who knows what he's going to do? His job may not even exist yet. And for that matter, the same thing applies to my daughter if I have a daughter, because nowadays we're not necessarily locked into specific gender roles. Yes, I know there are a thousand different things we could say about gender roles, and I'm not going there right now. We'll talk about that sort of stuff down the road at some point. For now, all I'm trying to do is make a point about the disconnect between generations. So back to that. So here's the problem. How does a gas station owner, my grandfather, tell an engineer who goes into video conferencing, my father, how to do his profession? How does my father tell me uh, how to do religion as a profession? And how do I tell my son or daughter how to do their future, future professions, which may or may not even exist yet? I know nothing about how to set up a colony on Mars or whatever they end up doing. Yes, there are lots of things that stay consistent about life, such as how to work hard and do a good job at what you do. But that generational knowledge is not being passed down anymore. 
sometimes that's because children go into different fields than their parents, and sometimes that's because the field has either changed or in some cases disappeared. So what do we do now? Well, the only way to really cross this gap between generations is to take a step up or back. We essentially have to ask the question, what is it that you're trying to get from a job and what, you sh what should you be trying to do with your life? Uh, it's no longer as simple as simply saying, just, just do what I do. We have to sort of abstract everything and get down to the core of what it is we're trying to do with our time here. And that's not easy. Everything was a lot more stable when people just did what their parents did. Uh, I think technology is a very positive thing, but it definitely has created some hurdles uh, that we have to get over, like this instability we have to deal with because of the generational gap we have now. Ultimately, I think the technology is worth it, but we do have a hurdle to get over, and we have to figure out how to do that. Tradition keeps us anchored, but the more rapidly things change, the less useful it is. For someone to go off in a different profession than their parents, they will need something more than just, son, do these things, because I did them, my father did them, and his father did them. We will need to address issues in a more general way, more of a, this is how the world works, and here's what you need to do to find your place in it. Now, that's not an impossible task, but it is harder. And to accomplish it, uh, the thing that we're going to need to do is we're going to have to be intentional. So start typing out your questions, and while you're doing that, I want to let you know that I had a conversation with an atheist last night on his YouTube channel. We talked about the problem of evil and many of the awful things that God did in the Old Testament. It went really, really well. This was exactly how conversations should go. We were both friendly. Uh, we both made our points. We pushed back on things that each other said, but we did it in an open and friendly manner. Uh, I actually talked with him for a little while after the show, and it turns out that he lives in Atlanta, which is where I live. So we're actually going to get together at some point and hang out. This is how you do conversations on difficult topics. You talk to each other, you disagree with each other, and you can still hang out and be friends afterwards. And we both did it. Because if just one of us was, was doing what they're supposed to, it, still, it wouldn't have come off well. So we were both doing it how we're supposed to. If you're interested in watching that, I posted a link to our conversation in the description for this episode. So um, anyway, questions. Uh or comments. Parents still need to teach values how to make decisions. Yeah, it's um, oh, and spiritually need uh, still needs to pass through parent to child. And questions of so common sense and thinking skills. So all of these really together, it's yeah, it's just it's just not as simple as saying do exactly the things that I've done and everything will just sort of work out. It's no, you have to you have to do the the harder things, the teaching the values and teaching um, the decision skills and. For any of you who are watching this later on, John DeLocker and Reed DeLocker, those are my parents, so hi, parents. Um, so we're having a conversation on parents and generational gap and stuff with my parents. So um, that's really cool that y'all are involved. Thank you. Um, but yeah, it's 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 you have to do the, the not just follow exactly as I have been, uh, but abstract it a bit and get down to, to the value level. Um, teach thinking skills and how to so that they can apply that to new situations that you may not necessarily know um, question how do I see church in the post-COVID-19 world uh, 
a little bit different than the generational gap, but tying it into this topic, I'll say that the thing is we need to think through the things that we've done in the past that work and then ask the question, why did they work? So sort of like with the generational gap and the knowledge that we have, the situation is going to be changing and it's going to be a bit different um, than it has been in the past. I don't know exactly what it was. I mean, I have guesses, but everybody has guesses, but no one actually knows. Uh, so I would say we need to think through the, the things that have worked and to think through the things that have not worked and ask the question, why? And then sort of like the generational gap thing, abstract it to the level of values and the thinking skills that we need so that uh, the next generations and even the ones who are doing things currently uh, can figure out how to apply what we've learned in the past to the new situations that are absolutely coming, uh, even if we don't know what they are. All right, so uh, looks like that's it for the day. Um, click on the link and watch the video I did uh, on the problem of evil in the Old Testament God. If you want to do that, if not, then uh, talk to you next week.